0: Happy Thursday. and Welcome back. Welcome back to the 100 Days Podcast. My name is Camille. Welcome and happy Thursday. So guys, today I have a very, very special guest. My mom, the woman who birthed me, the woman who raised me, my biggest role model, my biggest fan, supporter, Um, My mom she's the most amazing woman. I can't wait for you guys to get to know her a little bit And today we're talking about veterans day. So it is november 11th. Happy veterans day And so today we're going to talk all about what veterans day is along with why we should honor today And honor our military members along with um, Lessons of leadership that my mom learned um, In her time So they're pretty broad. They're pretty relatable. So definitely Buckle up and listen to this one because this is a great episode. Unfortunately, my mom and I could not be together. So this was my first episode I recorded over Zoom. So I'm kind of scared. I haven't even tested it yet. So I hope that it works out. I will see. I don't know. Um, So if there's audio issues, that is why it's because it's over Zoom. But hang tight because it's a really good episode. Really good lessons. My mom served for 32 years, which is seriously so incredible. Um, But yeah, so I can't wait to share a little bit with my little bit of my mom with you guys because she's one of the most driven, hardworking, um, just most genuine women that I know. And so, yeah, before we start though, I wanted to mention last week, I don't know if anyone noticed but the intro and outro music were backwards. Um, I wasn't trying to trick anyone. I honestly just did that on accident and then could not change it. So if you notice that, you're very observant. If not, go listen to it because it's backwards. So that was kind of funny. But then secondly, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, the Starbucks Christmas drinks came out. And honestly, if you're not on the Instagram page. What are you doing? Because over the past week, I've been sharing the all of the events of getting the different Christmas drinks. So I've tried, let's see, one, two, three. I think I've tried four of them at this point. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. I've tried the caramel brulee latte, the Irish cold foam cold brew or whatever the ice sugar cookie almond milk latte and then the peppermint mocha. So, I rated them all on the Instagram story, um uh, my stories, so I think you can go find them there. But anyway, yeah, if you're not on the Instagram, what are you doing? So go do that. But anyway, I talked in the episode, I was like go pay it forward like the drinks are available. Go send a friend five bucks for a Starbucks, which I did. I had a little contest this week. Not really a contest. It was just like, share the podcast, get a coffee on me. Like, you know, whatever. And so I did that. And then friend and I went and got coffee, paid that. But guys, I had three of you send me coffee money. And I was like, oh, that is too sweet for real. So thank you. That was very, very sweet. Um, Feeling very loved this week. Feeling very overwhelmed too, but that is okay because life is good and it's Thursday and we have a good episode coming out today. So anyway, back to the topic. My mom is in studio today, aka over Zoom. I hope the audio is okay, but listen up to this episode, guys, because she is seriously awesome and I can't wait for you to listen. So, without further ado, Lieutenant Colonel Retired, Julie Conan. Welcome, Mom. Welcome to the 100 Days Podcast. It's nice to have you.
1: Thanks for having me here.
0: Um, All right. So, again, a little disclaimer. The audio might not be the best because we are over Zoom, unfortunately. We could not be in person. So... Yeah, just hang tight because we have lots of good content coming. All right, mom. So to get started, um, why don't you just introduce yourself, a little background on your career um, and just your life in general, what it's like being my mom
1: per se. Oh, wow. Where do I get started? (laughs) So thank you for having me. My name is Julia conan i am a uh, lieutenant colonel retired from the united states air force i have spent 20 years in the air force uh retired in 2014. prior to that i spent 12 years in the army guard uh being camille's mom hmm. (laughs) best job ever best job ever Um, Yes, I have been blessed, certainly, with two beautiful girls. Uh, One's 25, the other one's 20, and I love them both. I have one favorite oldest daughter, and I have one favorite youngest daughter. Classic. And that would be Camille.
0: Shout out, Mia. Yeah, Wonderful. (laughs) Wonderful. Okay, um, so why don't you kind of go in and tell your story of – so you said you have 12 years in the Army and 20 in the Air Force. So go ahead and tell your story of, like, first why the military and then how you kind of made that switch over to the Air Force.
1: Okay. All right. So back long time ago when I uh, was graduating high school back in 1982, um, just a kid from, you know, a big family looking for a way to – to get out and do something different. Um, I was number six of eight kids. So trying to find your own space and your own place uh, was definitely tough. Um, So with that being said, um, I wanted to do something different and I thought the military was a good way to go about it. So I joined the army uh, guard and back in 1983, went to fort jackson south carolina for my basic training and i graduated there after eight weeks and did my schooling uh down in south carolina for the summer and became a record specialist so did personnel records so we were the ones that took all your information and updated births and deaths and all of that to get ready for your payment back in the day um so i did that for quite a few years and uh in 1988 i married your father camille (laughs) and Mia. and uh hey shout out cat kenty boy uh, we moved moved to michigan and so once we got to michigan uh cat was also in the guard I he was in a different unit but uh, him and I wanted to be in the same unit when we came to Michigan because it was all so new to us we wound up in a unit in Detroit down on eight mile oh uh, if you know Eminem oh you'll we know, know there's we a know
0: Eminem here in the 100 days podcast we are familiar yeah do you remember the episode Eight Mile. I don't it was way back I kept talking about the Lose Yourself song and it says Mom Spaghetti and there's a video that someone like remade and it just keeps saying Mom Spaghetti and it's like the funniest thing ever. <laughs> anyway, so go listen it. back and find that.
1: Yeah. So, anyway, so became uh got into this unit down in Detroit and was there till 1990 let's see so 88 to 96 and at that point it's a long um, time it was a long time during that time your dad and I uh, were activated to go to the Gulf War so we spent six months in Saudi Arabia so once we got back and got settled they uh, disbanded the unit. So I had to find a new unit. And um, that was back in 94 maybe, once, we, once they got rid of the unit. But long story short, um, I had my nursing degree at that point and uh, wanted to become an officer in the military. And the Army didn't have anything open, so I had looked over into the Air Force. And the Air Force did have a position open for a first lieutenant, or a second lieutenant, actually. Um, And for those of you that don't know,
0: second lieutenant is the first rank of becoming an officer. So a newly commissioned officer is a second lieutenant.
1: Yep. So I interviewed for it, and I interviewed while I was pregnant, and they saw – What I had to offer, I guess, and offered me that position. Um, And then in May of 1996, I officially became an Air Force uh, member.
0: Oh.
1: And I was so so super
0: excited. Right after Mia was born.
1: Right after Mia was born. Oh my gosh.
0: Wow. Okay, wait. So I always thought that the. Uh Air Force paid for your nursing school, but you had that beforehand?
1: Yes, yeah, so the Army oh. actually paid
0: Wow, okay, okay for I've been my telling nursing that, school I've been telling that story, wrong?
1: <laughs> well, there's a way that the Air Force did pay for my furthering in my nursing career. So there were ways that the Air Force did pay for it, gotcha. but my initial degree was through the army
0: gotcha okay so then with you and dad shout out dad so did you guys plan to join the military together
1: initially no i think it was my idea
0: but you guys had been dating right
1: yes we had been dating since 1980 1981 so you were about 16 17 yeah, we were wow, 16 okay. when we started dating
0: mm-hmm.
1: a long time ago.
0: <laughs> okay, so so it was your idea, and then Dad was like, oh, that sounds good.
1: That sounds like a great idea. I want somebody to pay for my college. So he looked into it and actually wound up leaving one week before I did.
0: Wow.
1: He went to Missouri. I went to South Carolina.
0: Huh? Who got the better deal on that?
1: Oh, I did for sure. North Carolina, yeah, or South Carolina. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine. Okay, wonderful. It was hot. Okay, so you did some time with the army, a little bit more time with the Air Force. Let's solve. Let's let's finalize the debate. Which one's better?
1: Air Force, hands down. And why? Oh, well. Let me add this. So if you're in medicine or in a medical unit, hands down, doesn't matter what branch you're in. If you're medical, if you're a nurse, a physician, a paramedic, x-ray, any of that, it doesn't matter what branch.
0: Because it's all the same.
1: If it's all the same. They okay. are going to treat you very well. However, what we always like to think of is, do you want to sleep on a blow-up couch, twin, a blow-up twin bed, or do you want to sleep on a certa mattress? (laughs) Those are kind of the differences between the Army and the Air Force. Okay. You're going to stay at the Motel 6 or are you going to stay at the Hyatt?
0: (laughs) I mean, I knew what you were going to say because the Air Force is better. I just wanted everyone else to hear that. Absolutely. So moving on. Go Air Force. (laughs) Go Air Force, mama. (laughs) Okay, Um, this is weird. Like, we've never had, like, a formal conversation over a Zoom call. Like, what?
1: (laughs) No, never. It is kind of weird.
0: And, like, we always FaceTime, but it's still weird being on on Zoom. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, so... Now, let's go in to the meat of the episode, which is your lessons of leadership.
1: Okay. All
0: right. So, um, I don't know how you many once, you have, but um, I know you had lesson, 32 um, years in the military. So, after pondering and reflecting, um, yeah, take it away.
1: Okay. All right. So, I think there's... So many, I think, opportunities always for leadership. Um, But I think as a leader, I think it's super important to be humble. And know where you came from. Mm -hmm. And know how to treat people. Um, I'm just going to kind of give you my list. And then if you want to touch back on them or whatever, we can. Mm -hmm. Um, But humble, I think, is number one. You know, just know who and where you came from. Um, Maybe my next one would be, always strive to be better than the day before. Um, And I think that just, you know, speaks volumes there. Uh, Prioritize what's really important in, in your life Mm -hmm. and who you are and what you do so prioritizing uh that is super important um also i think my next one would be to be totally committed to what you do all or none you know I'm, i'm either in it or i'm not um and i think the military really has taught us or taught myself you know you don't ask people to do anything you're not willing to do yourself right so always think about that and how it's going to affect others
0: yeah we but- have a a quote that we had to learn and it was leadership is willing to do what you ask other people to do or what you ask others to do and right. i 100 agree and i think what's really cool is I don't even have to ask you because I know what the answer is and that I know 32 years in the military or one year in the military, or even in like my ROTC training, it's like it teaches you life lessons that go far that reach far outside of the military.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the beauty of learning and having you know, your comrades with you and going through all the different situations and scenarios, you learn to depend on them, but you also can predict how that's going to go down because mm-hmm. you've all trained with that same mindset.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's really cool. Um, I guess, again, outside of the military also, but just in whatever job or um, like in my major, as a business major, we are all working towards the same goal. And so it's really cool True. to be in whatever group you're in, to be working with like-minded people who you know have your back and that you can trust and depend
1: mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure.
0: Um, okay. Yeah. So your second lesson you mentioned, you said strive to be better each and every day. Yes. So how do you think in your life or some ways that you strive to be better every single day?
1: So, you know, I'm a nurse practitioner, but now all your listeners will know that as well. Mm -hmm. And being in the medical field, I mean, you never want to make a mistake ever, but I want to make sure when people come there to see me for whatever reason, they're there, they leave feeling better than they came in. Mm -hmm. even if they have a bad diagnosis, I want them, I want to reassure them, it's going to be okay, and we're going to do this together. And I tell my patients that all the time. You're not alone. I'm here. We're going to get through this, good, bad, or indifferent. We're going to get through it. I'm going to be here. And it's going to be okay. Um, And that's really why I kind of brought my hospice uh, philosophy into my family medicine too. So touch
0: touch on that because I don't making... I don't know if you mentioned that.
1: Uh, okay, so after um, my mom grandma uh, was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, and just being with her for her very short six weeks, seven weeks that her diagnosis to death, um, just watching things transpire through her medical. Um, scenario i guess that is not the time to lose your primary provider like hey sorry you have pancreatic cancer but good luck and Mm -hmm. then never see him again right to me it was an eye-opening event and truly um i just felt like god wanted me to see that and really wanted me to bring that piece into my practice and my office leadership so I can take care and guide these people healthy or sick to that next level.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. So now you have, um, so I guess touch on real fast ever since 2014, you retired from the military, but you also had your civilian job during that. So what do you do Mm -hmm. primarily now?
1: So, primarily now I work in family medicine. I'm a family certified family nurse practitioner. Um, I see now the entire lifespan. So, I have, like I said, incorporated hospice. So, I see my newborns and I take them all the way through the lifespan till they, till they pass. That's and cool, it man. is the most rewarding. It is cool. And tonight I went and did a home visit. For my 90-year-old who can't get in to see me, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll see you there. I'll come to you. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. It's truly a wonderful um, gift that has been given to me. Mm-hmm. And as a nurse practitioner, I do a lot of precepting. So I use my leadership to demonstrate to these nurse nursing students how they should live and carry out their nursing life
0: that's awesome and that's very admirable and you know not everyone has the gift to be able to do that and take care of people and so um, I really think that's awesome thank you thank you um okay so your fourth lesson that you said was being committed every single day um and just giving 100%. 100%. So you could say give it all you got. Give it 100%. Keep it 100.
1: You know, I say keep it 100 every single day.
0: Every day. I know, you're my number one fan. Every day.
1: I am your number one fan. <laughs> my sponsorship comes monthly into my bank account. <laughs> number one fan. <laughs> um so, okay. So I have a sign that I have used that was a gift and I have it hanging in my office just to own it. That's all it says, own it. So taking responsibility, owning what you know or don't know, but it's up to you and giving that commitment and going in at a hundred percent to make things better. Mm -hmm. We can't expect, um, We just want to strive to be better. We don't want to be the best. We don't want to be perfect. We just want to be better than we were the day before. Mm -hmm. And I think going into life and knowing that I don't have to be perfect to be happy. But as long as I'm trying and people are trying and we're all still working for that same goal, it's good. And, you know, you can you strive in leadership when people see that drive in you.
0: Yeah. And I also, that mm-hmm. kind of a little like sub lesson from that is just keep yourself accountable and keep your people accountable. And again, mm-hmm. whether you're in the military or not, you know, like keep your your friends accountable and any goals that they might have, um, you know, physically, mentally, socially, whatever, keep each other accountable. And let's say like our prayer life or something, Keep your your colleagues accountable. And, um, you know, if they're not reaching the standard that your company's set or that they have for themselves, call them out. And, um, you know, you show up to the job each day. You're committed to it. And so you expect to um, give it your all and you expect others to do the same. And so I think that kind of goes right along with that as well.
1: And I totally agree with everything you just said. Um, I mean, honestly, it's just, um, I think it was last week's pod, keeping your head high and your Mm -hmm. standards higher. Yeah. I mean, it all goes into the same, um, topic. I mean, you just always want to give your best and strive to be better. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. No one wakes up saying, gosh, I think I'm only going to like go at 50% today. Right. Said no one ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we're on to the right path.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so last thing with these lessons that you learned. So last week, again, in the podcast, we talked just about prioritizing what's important in a relationship and kind Mm -hmm. of how your core values of your life should kind of match with your partners. And if they don't, there might be something wrong with that. So how do you find that balance um, and like prioritize what's important to you in your life and live that
1: out? Mm. Well, I think it's super important um, to really have a good understanding of what your priorities are and have that open communication with your partner and um back in 1989 i think it was uh dad and i actually uh we were laying in bed and we wrote each had a piece of paper and we wrote the top 25 things that were important to us and things oh we gosh. wanted to accomplish you guys should have started a podcast. Them. We I know, but it wasn't a thing. Ah, shoot. And you know how I am with electronics. Um. Yeah. I can this, was, get... this was this yeah. was a struggle
0: setting this up. It out. was rough. That's okay.
1: Um. But anyway, so finding those commonalities, and you know, I don't always say you know opposite uh, opposites attract. Well, they're a little more interesting if you do. Not always share the same interest, but you have to be in religion and child rearing and your marriage and work goals, they have to be in alignment. Mm-hmm. And there's some things and that just order aren't to worth be in the right, compromising, direction. yeah, yeah, Mm-mm. right. So, I think having that and having that communication is super important. Um, I think the air force, again says it best, integrity first, service, service before, before self, self,
0: and excellence, and in, excellence
1: all we do. in all we do. So those three core values that the Air Force gives us are the three core values that should be in our top five as we live.
0: I like that. And you said and you guys still have that? You.
1: We still have it, you know, every now and then we'll pull it out to see what else we can cross off.
0: Oh, do you remember how similar they were?
1: They were quite similar. That's awesome. I like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I think just having the open communication setting and prioritizing your goals as a couple but also your goals as a person. Yeah. So
0: touch a little bit more on that. Um, Not in a relationship, but just how do you prioritize what's important to you in your life?
1: Right. So, you know, and now your listeners will know that God is very important. He's our number one and you need that in your life. Uh, At least I do. I need that. I need God in my life. And that is a priority, to take time out of my day to, to worship or to thank him. So I think that's important. And I also believe that, uh, you know, what is it that I want for myself? You know, am I happy doing nothing, you know, be, not working? Some people are, and I think that's okay, but I think doing some self-reflection of what's important and then building on that. So as a mom, I mean, leadership comes in a lot of different, um, it comes in a lot of different looks, you know? To be a good mom is maybe to be a good leader, you know? What you're teaching those children is how you want them to grow up in life. You right. want them to be honest. Mm-hmm. And you leading want them by to be example. Hardworking mm-hmm. And leading by example. Yes. So, I don't know if I answered your question or not. Yeah, no, that's perfect. But that's what I have.
0: Perfect. Okay, so awesome, love that. So, in your 32 years of military service, um what actually first I just want to say thank you for your service. Um happy Veterans thank Day. You. I know this is a little early, thank but Happy you. Veterans Day um, to you, to Mia, to Dad, to Grandpa, um, everyone. Um, yeah, Happy Veterans Day, and I really, really appreciate you and for everything you've done for me and for our country, Mom.
1: Thank you, thank
0: you. <laughs> okay, so what um, has been your favorite opportunity you had with the military, or your favorite assignment, best assignment, etc.?
1: Mm. So I've actually had some great assignments. Um, I think given the opportunity to serve others, we've, I've gone on several humanitarians, and those have always been very rewarding. I also um, did a couple training in Riga, Latvia, and over in the Baltic States. Um, and that was pretty cool, too. So I think the opportunity to meet people throughout those 32 years have been amazing. Okay. But I think my my favorite was probably um, was probably over in the Baltics when I was over there for a couple weeks.
0: pretty cool. Okay, what, in your military service, was your biggest regret?
1: Oh, this one is easy. So, in my biggest regret would have been not ever going active duty. All my time was in the Guard. And then I deployed multiple times through that time, but never going and being stationed like Mia has, or, you know, just being at a duty station. That was my biggest regret.
0: Gotcha. So you just wanted to kind of get away from that, um, that civilian nursing life and mm-hmm. do it full time with the Air Force? Yes, ma'am. Gotcha. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> um, wonderful. Well, I'm excited that Mia is getting to kind of experience that, even though, it's not always the best (laughs) for the whole family aspect but I'm excited that she gets to experience that and that I get to live that out for a few years as well
1: yeah so thank you and thank you Mia for living out my dreams
0: oh okay so we went over your biggest regret but what was your best most favorite part of serving your country
1: Would it be too corny to say serving my country?
0: No, that is totally okay. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'll tell you my biggest honor was being part of um, a funeral, being part of the um, squadron that brought home the remains of some soldiers, being Being able to be there and accept the remains was an honor I'll never forget.
0: Yeah. Wow. That is deep. Yeah. Yeah. That's really. No, no, that's okay. That's really awesome that um, they really trusted you with that. Okay. So, would you do it again? 32 years ups some downs some highs some lows would you do it again
1: absolutely if things got bad and they're like hey we need volunteers I would be there in a heartbeat Hmm. I love our country and I love my job as a nurse and I would do it again and again and again
0: I love that do you think you
1: don't remember you don't remember Uh, when I got deployed and you were 18 months old.
0: Yeah. That was a vital part of my development and that's why I had separation anxiety.
1: Well, that's why we gave you the cardboard cutout apparently. Mm -hmm. It is. It is. (laughs) Yes. Um, that was the hardest, most difficult day of my life. Leaving Mm -hmm. you. And I'm going to (laughs) cry. No, mom. leaving you and your sister and dad behind. But I knew I had to go because like I told little Mia, I said, President Bush needs mommy to be a good nurse oh my gosh. and to go take care of our soldiers. So that's how I broke it to Mia. Was but she, was how did she react far, to that? Cause she was only was what, she, what, five? Five, she saluted the bus as it departed she was standing there saluting
0: and that's when it you was bawled your eyes out, out.
1: Uh, yes
0: oh my gosh i'm gonna cry like i'm so oh my gosh that makes me so sad
1: <laughs> and she just took care of you oh gosh. and then i was home i know it i can't even see right now
0: i'm crying good thing we're not together because we'd be even more of a mess true story oh geez okay um wow okay so you said you would do it again awesome again thank you for your service (laughs) um so today is veterans day so can you touch a little bit about veterans day why it's important that we honor today the veterans um that have died serving our country those that are currently serving and everything in between
1: Well, um, yeah, so super important. Um, you know, a lot of people get veterans day and, um, Memorial day. I can't even think (laughs) I'm still crying. (laughs) So they get, um, veterans day kind of mixed up, but it's a holiday. Typically, um, Honoring um, who have served in the military. And Memorial Day is more representing the veterans that have died for our country. So, with the veterans, we all play a part mm-hmm. of this great American uh, heritage and. So it's super important to always thank our veterans for serving no matter the role they played. If they were the, you know, postal clerk at the military post office, Mm -hmm. not everybody can be in the front lines shooting and fighting and doing all of that. And, you know, and some veterans I think feel bad. They're like, well, I never really served. Yes, you did. You Mm -hmm. signed your name you are willing to give everything you have for this country.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just, just the sheer, never, like literally,
1: called.
0: yeah, literally like the thought that counts almost like you were 100% willing and able to do it. It's just, you never got that opportunity. But I think I've yeah. talked about it before in that, like, without one team member, like the whole organization would collapse.
1: Even Wait, if you're a chef, think about without,
0: us. exactly, like, think about without, like, the cooks, like, who would be, like, no one would eat. Think about, again, like, the postal service, like, that's an essential part to the mission. And, yeah, right. every single, every right. single job is uh, so important. I think that's something I've really realized and gotten to see just in my RTC career, which has been uh, really cool, and just that every job has a purpose, and is essential
1: yeah we we all are essential. you know the 2020 word of the year essential we're all essential (laughs) we all have a role here um yeah so i you know i think i i wish people could go back and really to the days when i were when i was growing up when you stood and everybody put their hand over their heart. You know my biggest pet peeve.
0: And that is my biggest pet peeve now. Like, because you passed and instilled that in me to honor and respect our flag. And so when people are just, like, yelling the national anthem or talking during it, even at, like, football games. Like, I get it. It's a college football game. It's busy. It's hectic. Some people don't realize it's going up. But I'm like, the whole stadium should be silent right now. Right. Unless they're singing. like. Yeah. That has really been, and I would love to
1: see that type of enthusiasm come back. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, it's just I don't know. I still get butterflies in my stomach and palpitations in my heart when the national anthem is going, and you know, I, I just I love it, and I just wish we could somehow come together and be back to that great way where everybody had each other's back Mm -hmm. instead of trying to take everybody's back, you know, we just, we just, I would love to see that again.
0: So when do you think that kind of culture shift was?
1: I think probably in this, past decade maybe a little longer than that Hmm. you know I don't know I mean time is time is just kind of a thing crazy and it just kind of comes by and you know I'm not good with dates or anything like that or statistics but um I don't know I mean we all know it's happened I can't really I just wish people cared about one another and not just themselves when it, you know, you, yeah, now it's just going to get deep. So.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's hard when um, you really, you really can't just like trust people anymore. And I know you've said that. It's like um, even at the airport, like leaving your bag, for someone to watch while you just go to the bathroom. It's like sometimes you just I mean like nowadays you just like can't trust people. Right? And that's yeah, and, and just I like just little don't things like, like that. that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, do you have any closing thoughts about your time in the military, your lessons of leadership you learned, anything like that?
1: Well, I would reach out to everyone and say it's not as scary As one thinks. Not everybody's out there fighting. (laughs) So it's a wonderful way to pay back. It's a wonderful way to get through school, to do an internship for four years paid, to give you the experience and just all the wonderful things that come along with it, the friendships. I mean, and you know, too, Camille, that your life will never be the same now because of the people that you have been with for the last three years.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's the one huge takeaway I have from ROTC is there has never been a better group of people that I've been surrounded by. We are all
1: all like-minded people.
0: Yes, like-minded, same, same mission, same goals, same drive. And Mm -hmm. it's really refreshing to be around them and to be able to trust each other because you said that's kind of changed, but um, you know, we're wingmen and we're family. And um, yeah, I know that these people are gonna be in my life forever. And that's a a pretty cool thing to be around. The military Mm -hmm, is a cool place, cool Cool place to be. Okay, well, Uh, (laughs) we can finish up then with prayer intentions. So I will go first. And then if you have one, you can feel free to say that. Okay, Um, wonderful. So this Veterans Day, I just want to pray for any military members who are currently deployed, um, just for them and their safety, along with their families, because I know that can be a really hard thing to cope with. And so I'd like to pray for those members and then their families that they're doing okay just um, with coping and just that they have that peace in their heart that they know their spouse or aunt, uncle, sister, brother is doing the right thing and serving their country and that it's all going to be okay.
1: For sure. So my prayer intention is very similar. Um, I do want to pray for the mental health of our soldiers um our veterans uh just let them know that it's gonna be okay we're gonna get through all of this together i want to thank you camille for being amazing and for putting this together i look forward to every thursday listening to (laughs) you over my lunch hour um I am just so thankful for all the wonderful things uh, God has given me. And that would include my family and my military family. So I just wanna say thank you. And I wanna thank everybody out there and please just try and do an act of kindness and maybe pay it forward. And as the winter months come, churches will be uh, gathering supplies are homeless so please keep them in your hearts and prayers
0: wonderful well thank you mom for coming on today i really appreciate it
1: and Uh, that you should call me lieutenant colonel conan
0: oh thank you lieutenant colonel mom um that's what that's what my friends call her which is fun um no but thank you and i'm sorry we couldn't do this in person but i hope that this worked okay
1: we'll see I hope it did, too. This was wonderful. I appreciate the time.
0: Yes. Okay. Do you know how to so, finish up the episode?
1: I, I think I do.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. You can find me on 100 Days Podcast on Instagram. And go ahead and go over to the Apple Podcast app to give a rating and review. Five stars, preferably. So thank you very much. And until next week. Keep, Keep it 100. 100. Bye.
1: <laughs> Bye.